Put as many layers of clothing on her as possible, please. I'll find sheepskin rugs and Elizabeth's fur-lined cloak to wrap around her. Jamie waited for Lena to protest at his orders and try to reason with him. He'd have welcomed an argument, anything to let out his suppressed feelings of anger, resentment, grief and guilt. But she took one look at his face and did as she was told. Half an hour later, the horses were stamping their hooves on the icy surface outside the front door. They shook their heads, jingling the bells on the harnesses while whinnying softly, as eager to be off as their master. Jamie exhaled a misty breath of impatience while he watched the wet nurse settle under the covers with her precious burden. Thank the Lord the baby wasn't crying, at least. That would have set his teeth on edge for sure. Mr. Kinross, you can't mean to take a day-old baby out in this cold, surely? It's madness! Jamie turned to see that Kerin, his dead wife's personal maid and confidant, had followed him out of the house and now stood wringing her hands on the porch. She's well wrapped up and we're not going far, he told her, his curt tone indicating that he didn't intend to take any notice of her views on the matter. Never had, never would. He could barely stand the sight of the woman, and if he'd been a more vindictive man, he would have told her to go to hell. With a huge effort of will, he held his tongue and settled himself on the driver's seat in the sleigh. But it's going to snow! Look at the clouds! Corinne seemed to be on the verge of tears, but Jamie hardly noticed and cared even less. Corinne's tears were usually of the fake variety, and although they may be genuine now, it made no difference. It will hold off for half an hour or so, which is all I need. Lena has hot bricks under the covers, and if you just let us be on our way, all will be well. Stand aside. The snow had been shoveled into piles around the edges of the yard, but the leaden skies threatened to undo this good work in the very near future. Jamie knew time was of the essence, and perhaps he was mad to go travelling with a newborn infant today, but he simply couldn't stay here another minute. And he was only going as far as the next estate, to Ascaberia, his parents' manor house. When he gave the horses the command to walk on, the sleigh glided easily on the smooth surface. But Mr. Kinrose! Jamie heard Corinne calling one last protest, but he ignored her and concentrated on the narrow road. He'd never been much for praying, but he did so now. Please, dear God, keep the snow from falling just for a short while so we don't get stuck here in a snowdrift somewhere. And get me the hell out of here! He realised belatedly that this probably wasn't an appropriate way of addressing the Lord, even in your thoughts, but perhaps he would understand the feeling was heartfelt and make allowances. Jamie's eyes stung from the cold, and he buried his nose inside the scarf wrapped around the lower half of his face. Turning to the wet nurse on the seat behind him inside the sleigh, he saw that she was submerged under the sheepskin rugs and wolf pelts with her charge. Are you warm enough? he asked, raising his voice a little to be heard over the swishing sound of the runners. Yes, at the moment. 
the woman's eyes, which were all Jamie could see, were wary. He couldn't blame her. She probably thought him crazed with grief and was humouring him. That almost made him smile it was so far from the truth. Out of his mind he may be, but not because he was sorrowing for Elizabeth. Or at least not in the way Lena thought. He didn't mourn the loss of his wife, but he did feel sad about someone dying so young. It seemed a terrible waste, and he couldn't help but wonder if it was partly his fault. He should have made peace with her before the birth, extended an olive branch perhaps. Would it have made a difference? Put her in a more positive frame of mind? He shook his head. Childbirth was a risky business and it was in the hands of God.